Hello, business building warrior. Welcome to another episode of Silent Sales Machine Radio. I'm your host today, Jim Cockrum, and thank you for giving us a little bit of a very valuable resource, your time, and I promise it's going to be a great investment. Today, I'm just kicking off the episode. I'm going to turn it over to Brian and Robin Joy Olson in just a moment. You've heard them before if you've listened to a good number of episodes. About once a week or so, they do a Coach's Corner. That's typically our Wednesday episodes of our podcast. And they like to interview the coaches on our team. And sometimes they interview our students as well. Sometimes they just have some tips for us. But it's a coach's perspective on the strategies that we teach around here, specifically the strategies from the proven Amazon course, which is the flagship course behind this entire podcast, over 600 plus, 650 plus episodes at this point. And the vast majority of them have been interviews with the successful students from that course. So when we bring Robin, Joy, and Brian on and they interview one of our other coaches, it's always a fan favorite because it shows you the trajectory of the people in our community, how they can go from knowing nothing about e-commerce to learning some of the basics to finding it viable and proof of concept. And they start making some money and pretty soon they're an exciting success story. Maybe they're a guest on our podcast. Pretty soon after that, maybe they're even a coach on our team. And that's the trajectory of today's primary guest, Michael Morhan, who's interviewed by Robin Joy and Brian Olson. So that's what you can expect here in just a moment once I turn the microphones over to them. But as a little reminder, we've got a great free Facebook group. If you aren't in there yet, there's 73,000 plus business building warriors who love this podcast, who hang out in that Facebook group from all over the world and do the business models that we teach. There's a link at silentgym.com that you can go jump into that free Facebook group and see for yourself. We've got over 1,700 tagged success posts from students who are following the strategies we teach. On top of the hundreds of episodes, where you've heard us interview them on this podcast. One last little announcement before we jump in and hear Michael's story. Uh, the guy who went from student to success story to coach. And by the way, he's bilingual. He's one of our Spanish speaking coaches as well today. So he does coaching in Spanish. We've got a couple of those on our team at this point. Coaches all over the world, different languages. It's pretty phenomenal to see what a 60 person coaching team can do. By the way, Everyone on our coaching team is a successful student from the strategies we teach. We don't let them in the door unless they are. And they've got a teacher's heart with a lot of empathy. They love seeing people succeed. But that one last announcement before I turn it over is Silent Sales Machine version 11 is out. Now, that may not mean anything to you. That's fine. But about 20 years ago, I wrote this little ebook and started passing it out to friends, talking about my e-commerce journey. It went really well. A lot of people wanted it. Strangers were emailing me asking for it. I set up a website, charged a few bucks, sold a bunch of copies. Over a million copies later, here we are in version 11. I've written that book over and over and over again. This is the 11th time. Now, right now, it's just an audio video training, but I want to give it to you completely free as a listener to this podcast. We may turn this promotion off at some point, but as of now, as I'm recording this, as of the next few days after this episode comes out, all you have to do to get it free is write down this phone number. Okay, I'm going to have you send a text. If you're in the U.S. or Canada, text us. Otherwise, I'll give you other instructions in a moment if you're not in the U.S. or Canada. But if you're in the U.S. or Canada, get ready to text this phone number. 
5078090090. We'll stick a link to that in the show notes as well for you if you didn't get it written down, but it's 5078000090. So put that phone number into your phone and text the word free to that number and you'll get an immediate response back and it's a link to a project that I worked on long and hard. Other people are paying 50 bucks for this thing. We've got a coupon code and that sort of thing going on. So people get some discounts. Well, I wanted to give it to you for free as an early kickoff launch promotion. I think if you go through that program, it's going to really help you get dialed in on what this community is all about, a little bit of the history, but more importantly, what's your next best step? What best game plan for you should you be working on to build multiple streams of income using the internet creatively. I'm going to help you make a really good decision on some very specific action steps with that content, address some of the concerns you have, steer you away from some of the dangerous potholes that we've seen over the years. Keep in mind, we've been teaching e-commerce for 20 plus years. We've had over 10,000 coaching students at this point. We've learned some things along the way. I tried to cram all of that into a short audio video series I think you're going to really enjoy and benefit from it. I want to give it to you for free. One last time, the phone number 507-800-0090. Text the word free to that number or go to silentgym.com, send a note to our support team and say, hey, Jim mentioned a phone number. It's not working for me. If you're having trouble, that's fine. We'll be happy to email you access to that as well, as long as the promotion period is still on. If you want to get more details about the book, go to silentsalesmachine.com. That's silentsalesmachine.com and you can get more info about the book and what all's in there as well as a little sample. All right, without any more announcements necessary for today's episode, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Let's jump over, turn the microphone over to Brian and Robin Joy Olson as they interview our good friend, great coach on our team, Michael Morhan. Enjoy. Welcome back to Silent Sales Machine Radio. We are your co-hosts. I'm Brian. And I'm Robin Joy. And this is Coach's Corner. Today we have the uh, pleasure. I'm very fortunate to have Michael Morhan with us today. Uh, Michael's a coach in the Jim Cochran coaching program. And I actually first met Michael, I don't know, maybe a year and a half ago um, mm -hmm. when you were first starting to get into coaching. But anyway, thanks for joining us today. My pleasure. My pleasure. Yeah. Good. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Well, we're always excited to do these things with with other coaches because I think a lot of times that people don't realize when they're getting into uh, the Amazon business that there are so many different ways that you can do this business. And I know that you what, the way you do it is different from the way we do it even. And so there's so many different tweaks. This is why like, I'm not ever worried about competition, really. Because, I always say that's why there's yeah. room for all of us. There, yeah. Because we all put yeah. a different spin on it with our different histories and yeah. expectations. Right. So mm -hmm. would you just take a couple of minutes and and tell us about how you got started in Amazon and and kind of how you got to where you are today? Sure. So I'll, I'll try to make it as short as I can. Okay. <laughs> and I've been doing this for about eight years or so. So I can, I can, okay. excuse me, I can go on and on, but long story short, um, I'm a teacher. I've been teaching for 10 years. Uh, and then one day I was driving to my job and then I was hearing a podcast and then this lady was there named Jessica. She also does, she did, she does Amazon. I think she still does. I don't know, but she was like it's different from pack, like another course type of thing. And then she was talking about Amazon selling. She was doing like a hundred thousand a year. And I'm like, man, it's like double what I'm making as a teacher. So I'm like, what is this lady doing? And I'm here driving to work. I'm like, I want to make double what I'm making. <laughs> so then, you know, I just, I heard it. Even though you could sell on Amazon, like a lot of people make like, you sell stuff. You know, I didn't know that. So I didn't know nothing. I don't come from a business background or anything. So started looking into it. I got a couple of her, 
her resources. She had some ebooks and all of that. Check that out. Checked out some Facebook groups that, you know, like people were chatting and all. I'm like, oh, this is like a thing, you know, it's real <laughs> thing. It's not like a scam or something. So I never really got into like a business or anything. So I was like, well, I'll try something on the side. You know, I'm not going to lose my job, leave my job or something, but I'll just check it out. So I started going to thrift store. I opened my account, started going to thrift stores. You know, then we do the garage, garage sales and it's really estate sales. I'm like, what is an estate sale? I didn't even know what that was. (laughs) The website, I'm like, oh, estate. Like, cause I think like estate is like selling, like, you know, cause I've heard of like, you know, your estate was like your whole life, like everything. I'm like, oh, it's just like a house sale. You're selling everything house. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay. So I tried a couple of those and I know I just would show up and it was like some guy's house. He's like, yeah, we got some stuff here. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) (laughs) what what do I do? Do I just pay you? He's like, yeah, cash or whatever. And it was like a, like a garage sale, like in a house. You just had weird (laughs) stuff everywhere. And I'm like, can I sell this on Amazon? I don't know. It's like, I'm some guy's house, you know, it was just weird. So I was like, well, I'll try it, whatever. So I bought a couple, like, I don't remember what it was, just some toys and stuff. And he was just like dirt cheap. Now, it, in retrospect, I should have really scanned it, check. Well, they didn't have Keepa back then. Mm-hmm. Camel, camel, camel from back in the day. So, so yeah, so I didn't know what I was doing. And just for a few years, just didn't know what I was doing. And then just, but even though I didn't know what I was doing, little by little started to grow. And then our business, you know, I just kept tweaking and making it better. Got my wife involved. She does it now. We do, we do the Amazon e-commerce together. Um, we just started learning, just learning from Facebook groups. You know, eventually I got packed and I started learning more from there. But it was just learning from even today. I just learned from a lot of different places and then mm-hmm. just different people and just get different perspectives. I'm like, oh, I didn't know you could do that and you could do that. And that's cool, you know. So you just pick up. I would just, I'm the type of person, like I was just picking up things from different people. And I, let's try that. Let's try that. Let's try, you know, and I'm like, okay, that didn't work, but this works. So, and I just started structuring and getting it better you know how to source better um organize my finances better the software all of those things it's like let's try this oh this didn't work i don't like this and switch to this one and i still do that to this day i'm always trying <laughs> stuff so to see kind of like what sticks you know what stores are better maybe this store's good maybe this is not that good so that's just been like i've just been like stumbling my way into it until this past i would say like three years or something's been more like stable to the point that I was able to leave my job and then do this full time. But it wasn't like I just quit my job, you know, like it was slowly. Like I saved money, I have a wife, I have a family. So, you know, I'm not like 20 and just leave everything and just, <laughs> you know, I couldn't do that. I'm not I'm not in that season anymore. So, right. so I have to really manage structure properly. So just in case, God forbid, I lose my account, Amazon disappears tomorrow. They say we're, you know, it's over and Amazon's gone, you know, mm-hmm. I have a backup plan. So yeah, so, so it was just, you know, little by little. And then just still to this day, still learning. You know, I'm always, even though I'm a coach, I still, I like to learn too from my students because then I can learn something to teach yeah. them. My right. students keep me, they're like, oh, did you know you could do this? I'm like, I didn't know you could do that. How do you do that? You know? <laughs> so I learned from them and then I want to try things too. So I can tell them, hey, I tried this. Don't do that. This I already did it. Right. Yeah. I have an idea. Oh, but what about this? That's not a good idea. I already tried that too. <laughs> That's good too. I like to be like like a mini, like a sort of like a guinea pig. Like I'll test things, you know. Yeah. So then I don't. I can save them the hassle of going through the the pain. So, so we we actually do share more than one uh, coaching client. And oh, yeah. I was mm-hmm. actually on a session with one of them this morning who was teaching me something that I didn't know, and it was primarily cool. around a tool. And I was like, "Holy cow! I didn't know that." Did that, that all yeah. the time. Yeah. And all I know Robin, when I came home the other night, Robin said, did you know you can look here to see something or other? And I was like, 
No, and she showed me, and I was like, wow, I didn't even know that existed. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, and new things true. we don't catch because we're so used to looking at the the way things have always been. And mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. Uh, people that we're working with, they're like, well, why don't you just do this? Oh, that didn't used to be yeah. there. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's happened to me several times, and I'm like... I should know that I'm the coach, you know, like <laughs> right, right. Day, the student, the new student that just started like a month ago, like found something new. I'm like, okay, <laughs> um, yeah. but it's cool. I always love to learn and, you know, um, glean information from other people. So yeah. Definitely. So tell us a little bit about how you got started in coaching. Sure. So, so let me think. So, uh, I had pack, so I bought the course. I don't even remember honestly when, maybe a couple of years ago. And just like most people, I bought a course. I didn't really watch it. I watched a little bit. I'm like, okay, this is cool. I'll come back to it one day. And then I saw that they had coaching, but I was never like interested. I wanted to have a coach, but I guess I didn't even look into much of Jim Cochran coaching. It was just like a thing. It's like, oh, we have coaching. I'm like, okay, cool. You know? So then one time they texted me, uh, I think it was in January. Yeah. January of 2022, I think. And then I got a text message and they were like, hey, this is Jim Cock from the office. Like, you know, want to see if you'd be interested. Like, I don't know if it was in coaching or to talk to somebody or something. And I said, and I remember I was about to take a drive. I forget where. And I'm like, hey, whatever, I'll, I'll text yes. And I said, yeah, sure, I'm interested. And I was like, yeah, I'll see if I'm even going to do this. I might just probably say no. I just want to hear what they say. I mean, it wasn't to be like an arrogant thing, but it was just like, I'll just, I'll, I'll bite. I'll see what happens. You know, not that I was very interested at that moment. So then I, I spoke to, I don't remember the person's name. I think his name was John. I forget, but I, the name wrong, I apologize. And then we spoke for like an hour and a half. We were just talking. And well, I was going to the gym, I remember. And then it was with my wife. And then my wife was inside the gym and it had glass. And she's looking at me like, what are you, doing? you know, <laughs> it's a good conversation. And we kept talking and talking. And she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, it's, it's good. Like, I like this coaching. It's interesting, you know? So we just kept talking. And he's like, you know, you, you'd be, you'd be i think you'd be a great student and i was sharing them on my my journey and we just kept talking talking it was like like a friend and then they said well we're gonna pass you to i think it was to matt thompson or somebody else and then i said okay and then they called me we started talking again for like 30 40 minutes and just, you know he was like i don't want to say impressed or anything but he liked i guess that we the conversation was was flowing well mm-hmm. so i don't know what other verb to use or, or <laughs> but um okay. yeah and then so we just kept talking and he's like hey you know you You'd be a student. You'd be a good coach too. You're interested in coaching. I'm like, I'm a teacher. Like, I that's what I do. You know, like I'm not like a coach, coach like a P coach. I mm-hmm. do EC and special ed and general ed stuff like that. But but I can you know I can teach people to do Amazon. I was already kind of doing it on the side. Like, just people would just say, Hey, can you teach me stuff? And I'm like, Sure, you know stuff. And then some people I even charged them a little bit just because you know because people just start asking you and then they want you to talk for like three hours. Yes. so then yeah so then um so yeah so i said well i'll try it i guess you know let's just check it out you know so then i became a student and a coach on the same day so okay. then i got coaching like the 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 initial that's the word um orientation i got like the coaching orientation and like the same time i was a student so i was getting like my own coach and i was getting students to be coached but i was like so we'll get a student and they're like, oh, yes, we're a coach. I'm like, yeah, I, I'm literally like, I just started and I'm also a student just like you. <laughs> so like, we're doing this like the same time as you. So, but I had enough experience and I've, you know, I've done it long enough that it wasn't like, uh, you know, like since the students are fairly new, like I, I was more than capable of answering the questions and helping them out. And I love it. Like I, I enjoy doing it. I love to coach and teach it's what I went to school for. I love it. It's just a passion that I have. So 
yeah and as you can see i can talk a lot so um <laughs> so yeah so i was like well, well i'm gonna get speaking you know, of talking gonna... you're one yeah. of our first bilingual coaches correct si, si, senora. yes yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. And so uh, I think you were telling me that maybe one of your first uh, coaching clients was a Spanish speaker. Yeah, yeah. So I, I told Matt, that was another, I kind of like sold myself a little bit. So I told yeah. Matt also, I said, like, I speak Spanish. Do you have any Spanish coaches? Like, no, really is what you can give me all the Spanish students. Like, I'll take you, you'll, you'll, like, I'll take all the, all the Latinos, give them all to me. Mm-hmm. So then one of the ladies that was one of my first students, I'm, I'm, I live in Miami, Florida, and she used to live here. I'm Cuban. She's also Cuban, so then, but she lives like she was living in Tampa, I think, at that time. I don't know where she lives now, but great student, vibe very well. And her, you know, it was her and her dad, and her dad only spoke uh, Spanish. She spoke English and Spanish, but more Spanish. Like, like it, it is people from Miami know, like, we, you know, it's pretty normal to like just speak Spanish everywhere and it's not a big deal. Yeah. But some people have like, they speak so so English, but it's more Spanish. So it's kind of like you lean towards the Spanish. You're like, okay, I get it. You know, English is not your thing. Let's do Spanish. So, so I, so I got it, you know, cause that's, I've lived here most of my life. So I was like, Oh, perfect. It's like my people. So it was great. <laughs> so then I had multiple Spanish students. Some that we just do the sessions in Spanish. Cause they're like, you know, that's really my first language. Mm-hmm. Or I've had, I know I had at least one, maybe two students where they've been not in a bad, not in a bad way, but they switched coaches to me because I spoke Spanish. And then they yeah. would say, Oh, my, my coach didn't really get what I was saying in English. And then I would tell them and then, they didn't really get it and they were teaching me something else. And I'm like, it's not really, you know, what I asked them because they, you know, they couldn't uh, say what they wanted to say properly in English. Right. Yeah. But with me, I get it. Like, you know, we speak Spanish. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's like this, you know. So, but, yeah. so it's just been nice. I, I enjoy especially, well, not especially, but like I enjoy helping others in Spanish because it's my, like, you know, I also speak Spanish. I was born in the United States, but my family is Cuban. I was raised, my mom taught me both languages. So. My wife is Colombian, also speaks Spanish, so so it's normal. So yeah, yeah. it's not like a big deal for me. So, so I love it. Well, I think there's huge huge value there. I knew, I uh, too. yeah, when you came on, I was like, oh, this is going to be a hit because I know there are a lot of people who would love to do this, but the the language is uh, can be a barrier, right? And, With the yeah. tools and things, it can be a little bit technical. Yeah, and trying yeah, to yeah. translate that is yeah. you know yeah. super challenging. So you don't have to translate it; you can give it right there in the native tongue. Right? Yeah, because imagine like trying to explain like keepa or red seller or basins or um or profit and all inventory lab and like mm-hmm. in Spanish. You know? So yeah. I would like to translate that. So it's like okay, how do I explain keepa in Spanish? You know, so mm-hmm. it's yeah. not it's, you know, they're just lines. So it's not mm-hmm. like tricky. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it's a lot more to it, but I mean. It's very technical, but if you know the terminology, it's just you just explain it and it's not like Yeah, I remember the first time I saw a keep a chart, I was like, This is sign up sort of looks like the heartbeat monitor. Yeah. Right. That's what I told you. All these like different things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then I, said, I did the same thing. Yeah. But I think maybe the first time I saw the person who was demonstrating it had it upside down because you know you can turn the lines upside down so they're actually spikes oh, instead of drops. Mm-hmm. And I was yeah. I was so confused. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, when you first look at it, you're like, "What? Why are there lines? Why are there colors? Why are uh-huh. there so many inside?" Like Triangles. at first, I was like, oh, what this yeah. Is. Yeah. yeah, initially it can seem like a foreign <laughs> language to everybody. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, um, so what are your primary methods that you are uh, helping your clients with? Cool. So, I have I have a few. Oh, like well, my students, right? Not yeah, but not per se, or just in general. 
Yeah. So I, I like to help my students more with retail and online arbitrage, which is one of my specialty. Uh, mm-hmm. I do both. I do RA, OA. I do a little bit of wholesale. Like I'm, I'm dangerous enough to know how to do it. It's not like <laughs> the main thing that mm-hmm. I do, but I've, I've opened accounts, you know, all of that. So, but mainly I do a lot of RA and, uh, and OA with my virtual assistant. So I teach students like, you know, how to organize their systems, like get things structured. Uh, they want to do retail arbitrage sourcing. I do a lot of outlet sourcing also, so I can teach them that. Um, if it's OA, you know, like how to use tactical arbitrage, how to use Celeram, how to do reverse searching, all those little... I'm always trying to keep up with what's new, even with what you guys have taught with Keepa. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to finish watching all the videos, but I've seen a few. So, you know, I try to learn all the, the deep dive of Keepa also. So I'm always trying to like learn new methods and what works so I can mm-hmm. tell, okay... This method is like, eh, it's okay, but this method's really good, you know? So I try to, you know, teach them the, the better methods or, or different ones so they can go, okay, you don't really want to do Keepa, let's do Tactical Arbitrary. You want to do that? There's Celeram, you know? So we'll play around and we see what works for them and, and then we just go from there. Maybe they don't want to do OA. They're like, no, I don't, I don't want to be in front of a computer. I want to go out. Or it's the opposite. Like, I don't want to go out. I'm, I'm out enough. I just want to be in front of my computer. Cool. Mm-hmm. You tell me where you want to go, and we we go there. So okay. I think that's one of the really nice things about uh, you know most of the coaches in the, in the group of coaches feel that way, and I'm glad that you do too. It's kind of yeah. more what the client needs, not necessarily right. what we do all the time, but um, different methods that we can kind of put together a plan that will work for the client. So I'm mm-hmm. glad that you're doing that. That's that's yeah. nice to hear. I always like to do that because I, I've told students, I'm like, look, I can teach you OA, but maybe you don't want to do it. And then I'm yeah. here talking, blah, 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 blah. And they're thinking, and they're, I don't care about OA, but I don't want to be yeah. rude. And, you know, and they're like, okay, yeah. thank you. Yeah. you know, but they're like, I don't care about OA. You know, so I tell them, you tell me what you want mm-hmm. and I will, you know, cater to you. You know, like mm-hmm. I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. I, I can talk all day. But yeah. <laughs> you think what you want me to talk about. Yeah. So, At the same time, we'll I think we have it. to give them advice and help them make those decisions yeah. because, you know, it's still a, a foreign language to them. Right. At the beginning, each of these mean, doesn't mean much until we kind of lay it out for them. So sounds right. sounds like you have a good, a big spectrum of things that you can work with clients on and move them right. from one thing to the other if you need to. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, um, what do you get like common questions? What, what are the questions you get all the time? Or, you know, maybe not every single client, but the majority mm-hmm. of clients. What do you hear yourself saying a lot? Yeah. What do you repeat <laughs> all the time? <laughs> that's a good, that's what do I hear myself saying? Like, yeah. That's like a teacher thing. Like, yeah. Like what are students always asking? Yeah. So there's a few things. I, uh, one thing I'm just trying to think and then I'll break it down. Like I know replens is always a question. The replens. Mm-hmm. OA is usually another question like it doesn't work. They don't find anything. It, you know, I tried this and it, I can't find any items. I don't, this, this thing doesn't work. And I'm like, eh, it works. But, you know, it's different. It's not like you're going to go to Walmart.com and find 50 replens in 30 minutes. Like it doesn't work that way. You know, so, okay. so it's, it's a, more of like a stigma that students have. I feel some sometimes not every student, but sometimes like they think it's going to work this way and it's in their head it's like it's going to work how i want it to work and it doesn't and then they can mm-hmm. move on i'm like but it doesn't work that way he was like no but it, it needs to work that way. i'm like no no, no yeah no, it that's not reality reality yeah. is you're going to go to a store you're going to spend all day scan you're going to find nothing and then you're going to go home sad and then you're going to try again and the next time you'll find something. you know so you have to like get through that Love it. you know like and i tell you them you gotta like, get through it right 
Yeah, like you're going to go to Big Lots, you're going to scam for four hours, you're going to come home with no. You know, to just accept it in your head, you're probably, yep. you might find, you might. So it's just like, accept that. So, you know, it's just like to have to break that so they can start getting like, it's a discipline, it's experience. You're not just going to learn it the first time. If that were true, everybody would be in all these stores mm-hmm. just buying the store. You know, so it, it, it's like, a, it's a technique. It, it's something you have to learn. It's a discipline. You know, it's like anything, like going to the gym or, or learning a new skill. Uh, mechanics or whatever you're learning it, you, you don't just learn it the first time like you know i can give you like a set of tools and say go go fix an air conditioner i got it first time i got it. you know it's gonna take you yeah. a time. <laughs> also, or whatever you know like prepare to fail <laughs> yeah that, that would be awesome so i figured it, out the ac repair on my very first job yeah you know <laughs> it, everybody be doing ac right. repair you right. Know? Right. Something <laughs> happen, right yeah yeah. yeah. So it's like everything in life. It's good. It's just, it takes time. You got to do it. You're going to fail. And I also, you're going to fail. Just, I, I don't sugarcoat it. Like, you're going to mess up. You're stuck in work. You're going to get frustrated. You're going to cry, whatever. Just do it. Get through the emotions. And then, so that's usually the main thing. It's like they, they're stuck. And I'm like, that's okay. You're stuck. It's just, how long have you been doing it though? Oh, well, like once. Mm-hmm. Every now and then I'm like, that's probably why. You know, like you have mm-hmm. to go, like I had a student yesterday, I think, or I think it was yesterday. And we went, he was asking me questions about like how to get himself more structured and all of that. And I said, well, like, what's your structure? And he's like, well, I have like these three hours that I source. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, well, are you, do you know the stores you're sourcing? Like, where are you going? Like, do you have like the stores listed? Like, when you go out the door, do you know where you're going? And he's like, well, you know, and I'm like, okay, well, that's the thing. You need to have Monday, you're going here, Tuesday, you're going here, Wednesday, you're going here. You know where you're going. You have the address. Like, that's how I, we did it. Like, we mm-hmm. did a route. We're like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we're hitting these stores. Next week, these stores, it was like like a rotation. So yep. I, I taught that and we made a little schedule, like a fake one. And so, well, you make yours, you know, I'm just making one up. So I try to help students like it, make it more structured. And then with the replans also, like they can't find replans. And I'm like, yeah, but it takes time. You know, you gotta, you gotta have a system in place. You have to be able to track them whatever software i you know i recommend some softwares then dashboard or inventory lab or a google sheet whatever mm-hmm. and just figure out a method whatever works for you a piece of paper i don't know and just you know uh just do it you know just like nike you just have to just go do it just try it mess up and just keep doing it you know over and over. i think you so hit on it's gonna click you know yeah i think you hit on something there michael is that we as coaches we show you what we do because we've been successful with that. So we are sharing that with you as a client. Mm-hmm. And then that's really all we can share. The things that people have taught us, then we share with them. And we have some some spectrum there, but we can just say, you know, here's how I do it and see how that helps. Right. Right. So I think yeah. I think you hit on something there to just kind of show uh, that's what we do. Yep. That's what we yeah. do, and it works for us. So why don't you try that? Right, and I've done that too. I've had students like I do a lot of outlet sourcing, and they're like, "How do you do that?" And I give them the whole spiel of the outlets, and I explain, mm-hmm. and then they do it, and like, "Oh my god, it worked!" You know, and I'm like, "Yeah, but you do it like this, and then we tweak it, and they get better." And they're like, "Oh my gosh, this is great!" And I'm like, "Yeah, it works. You just gotta just do it." You know, it's, there's mm-hmm. no magic special sauce. You just have to go and go find inventory. You know. Well, let's talk about that for a minute because I I think that is interesting what what you're doing there. In fact, when we first met and you were telling me uh, a bit about your primary strategy, it was a light bulb moment for me 
And then Robin and I went out that weekend and we started scanning. I mean, we've got outlet, uh, a number of outlet shops around us here in Denver. And we went out, we made it a two-person job so we could get through the stores faster. And we still enjoyed doing it. And we learned that from you, right. um, yeah. like just a little over a year ago. Uh, we love doing it. Do you want to just give us a high level kind of overview of what that is? Sure, sure. Yeah. So long story short, <laughs> basically outlet malls. Yeah, because I can talk all day. <laughs> but, um, like, um, so outlet malls are just, they're malls, but they're, they're outlet malls. And then they have like stores that are discounted, this stuff that's on discount. So like, let's say the Nike store discount, Adidas or Carter's or whatever stores are there. And then most of the time it's like 50% off, 30% off, whatever percent off, buy one, get one, all that stuff. So it's not like a regular mall where there's just like just random stores. It's usually like bigger name brand companies and then they just have it at a discount. So it's kind of like a Marshall's, but for like specific brands. So it's like... Mm -hmm. Yeah, so like Nike, Adidas, Under Armour, whatever. And then how I got into it long, um, is that I was going to Marshall, CJ Maxx, Burlington, Ross, all those liquid like liquidation type of stores. Mm -hmm. And I was buying inventory and I kept bumping into the same brands. And then, I mean, I should have thought of this a long time ago, but then it would just click. It's <laughs> like I would buy Nike, Reebok, and I'm like, oh, Nike sells great, Reebok sells great. And I'm like, where else can I buy Nike? I'm like, oh, duh, the Nike store. And I'm like, where's the Nike store? And I'm like, oh, it's an outlet mall. And I'm like, okay, so I will go to Nike and I'm like, oh my gosh. There's Under Armour, there's Adidas, there's this, there's Converse, there's all these stores. I'm like, oh, and they're all in one place. I don't have mm -hmm. to drive all over Miami to mm -hmm. all these stores. Ross is over here, Marsh is over here, and make a line for each store, get in my car, drive over there. You know, mm -hmm. so I was like, oh, I can stay here for like four hours. And instead of the four hours driving around and going to three different stores, I can do like five stores in like the same amount of time in one place. I can. And they have a food court, so if I want to eat, I can just go there and eat. You know, so <laughs> that's a very that, important yeah. part. <laughs> yeah, because sometimes you're just there in March. You're like, I'm hungry. It's like, oh, I have to go out now. I have to stop. Or lunch. You're in your car. It's like, oh, you know, you're just sitting there in a chair. You know, so it's it's uncomfortable. So it's like, oh, this is more like it's more chill. Like this is nice. You know. Yeah. So some outlet malls are nice. Some are like eh, kind of run down. Usually, the more run down they are, the better because people don't want to go there. <laughs> mm. And then. And there's better deals because people don't go there. It's just nice and comfortable <laughs> with AC. Mm -hmm. Lots of tourists go there and all of that. So mm -hmm. it's more packed. But like the more uglier ones, those are the nice ones. They're like, because nobody wants to go there. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, so I just, I would just started going and I was finding better inventory and more profitable in those outlet malls than in TJ Maxx. There's still stuff in TJ Maxx, Marshall, Ross, all of that. There's still mm -hmm. stuff there. But I was finding more profit in less time. And better quality inventory because Marshalls and Ross are just like you know it's usually it's a mess. It's just like stuff everywhere, you know. It, you don't know if it's the condition of the item supposed to be new, but people could have taken it to the dressing room and changed it and put it back or whatever. But in the outlet malls, it's pretty clean. It's it's organized. It's the same brand in one store, so it's like mm -hmm. we want to do Nike. It's Nike everywhere. You know, you don't have to like look for it you know, it's in the store. So it was it was faster, neater, more organized, better profit. You know, it was just. Um, more of a model that I could build on. And then I was just, it just kept, I just kept going back. I tested it and I was like, let me do that again. And I went again. I'm like, I found a whole bunch of stuff and I'm like, I'll do it again. And I'm like, oh, forget Marshalls and Ross. I'm just going to go to Apple. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't even make sense anymore to go. I was like, why am I even going to these stores anymore? Because, like, you know, but the same amount of time I was finding like three, four times the amount of profit in the outlet than like Marshalls and Ross. Mm -hmm. Though I would still find stuff. Or sometimes I would knock it out the park like in Marshalls and it was just like fill up two shopping carts with stuff. Sometimes like a few things, you know, so it's kind of like hit and miss. But in the outlets, it was like home runs every time I would go. So I'm like, oh no, like I got to keep coming back. 
this is where the money is. So, so do you do all those outlet shopping trips yourself, all by yourself? Um, so I have a shopper. Um, I do go sometimes, but so I was going, and then so I would I was still working at that time, so I really couldn't go that often. So I was my wife would go, and then she would go to the Marshalls, the Ross, and other stores, not just those stores. Like I don't want people to think it's just the only stores I go to. <laughs> so we had a lot of stores. And then we had our little route. And then as we started adding in the outlets, it was more profitable. So I started cutting back on other stores and doing those more. Trained my wife to do it. Like I would go and I'm like, this is amazing. Blew my mind. Like We went together. She was finding stuff. I'm like, this is great. Okay. So we restructure our routine. Uh, and then it was just a lot. And then it was just overwhelming. So I told my wife, and then uh, I believe she was pregnant at that time. Or yeah, I think she was pregnant at that time. And she was, we would still do sourcing. She was so pregnant. So then I was like, okay, it's going to be really hard for you to be pregnant. So <laughs> yeah. It's not going to work. So, so we got to figure something out. So then uh, we eventually, you know, the short story with our prepper, her mom became our shopper. And then we trained her. She loves to shop. She loved it. And then we started training her in the outlets. I didn't think it was going to work. I'm like, I don't know if she's going to find anything. Like, is this even going to work? And I said, well, what do I have to lose? Like, all she can do is doesn't work and we don't work anymore like it's not we didn't sign a contract or whatever mm -hmm. so so when she tried it she kept bringing back good inventory and we did it for a few weeks and she was like ended up sourcing like better than we were like she kept bringing tons of bags and i'm like how did you find all this stuff she's like oh you know she would explain it to me i'm like wow you're good you know it's mm -hmm. like, you're, you're not leaving it's like we're keeping you so yeah so she's been amazing thank god it's been a blessing to have her on our team so so now she does the shopping. I still go out and I'm like, I'm not shopping or anything, but I mainly hand it off to her. And then I'm handling other things in the business, online arbitrage, coaching, software. I still go sourcing, you know, a little bit of wholesale. So I just have my hands in a lot of things. Mm -hmm. So the kind of shopping is kind of like off of me to an extent, not completely. But um, I don't want to say like I'm just chilling at home, you know, yeah. like watching Netflix, but um, I do work a lot. Uh -huh. But it's just the shopping is just, it, it becomes like an automated thing. So, and she's just good. Like she literally, I don't have my phone on me, but she literally just messaged me and she'll message me a report. Like I went to this store, I found this, we did this, uh, this was on sale. This didn't have anything, you know, she gives me her, her report and then she'll, her daughter will bring the stuff to our house and we prep it here and we, we get it out. So well, I know it's a long, long no, explanation. No, no. But That's good. I actually want to back up just a little bit because you sure. kind of skipped over the part where you already had some, you had already outsourced a portion of your business, which was someone who was doing the prep for you, which is, and I don't know, did you know either of these, the daughter or the mother before you like said, Hey, I need some help with this? No. So how it happened was we tried a couple of friends, like, like yeah. we don't have a lot of family that live near us. So then we asked a couple of friends, we're like, hey, you want to like pack some boxes and some stuff? We'll pay mm -hmm. you whatever you want to get paid, $10, $12. I don't know. Like, whatever you want to get paid, we'll pay yeah. you. Know? Sure, whatever. It's nice because you have some friends over, a friend, and it was like a friend of my wife, and I think a friend of mine too, we tried it. But they didn't really like, it wasn't like their thing, or like they were very busy. They're like, ah, you know. Not today. They, they weren't feeling <laughs> it, you know. So it was like, wasn't for them. So I was like, mm -hmm. And I thought it would be nice. I'm like, oh, I have a friend over and we can like talk and then they're prepping. So it would be fun. It didn't work out. So I was like, oh, okay, that didn't work. So then I, I told, I asked my wife, I said, okay, well, why don't you like ask around in our church if somebody knows somebody knows somebody that wants to do it, you know? Mm -hmm. So she asked somebody that knew this college student who was the daughter of, of my shopper. She tried it out pretty quiet, but it went well. And then she would just 
quietly just prep everything. She was doing it. And I was like, oh, she's good. You know, I was mm. like, cool. This is awesome. You know, so and I said, cool, you're hired. Yeah, let's go. So then we hired her. And then we, we one day, need, you know, we were considering the shopper. And then we asked him, like, do you know anybody that like wants to shop? She's like, oh, my mom loves to shop. I'm like, cool, let's interview her. So <laughs> my wife interviewed her. Yeah. And then um, it, it was a good uh, match. You know, like my wife and her got along very well. And then we trained her. She loved it. She's like, oh, this is great because she does a lot in church and, and ministry and all of that. So she was, she had like a, she needed something that was like a flexible type of job. Mm-hmm. Not like, you know, nine to five, you know, she wanted something that's more, she can kind of do her own hours. And I was like, yeah, look, I don't care what time you go, what day you go. You just tell me I'm going to go this day at this time. And if you need to switch it, you can't go Tuesday. You're going to go Thursday. I don't care. As long as you go, when you go at night in the morning and the afternoon, I don't care. Just that you go. And when we came into our agreement and it worked out and uh, the first daughter went to, um, went to get a job and go to college and internship and all of that. So then now the, the sister is helping us and then the mom is still working with us. And it's been a blessing. I can't, it, uh, it's so good. Like, like I, I would hate if they were to quit. I'd be like, well, give you more money. Like, what do you want? Yeah. Like, don't, you know, it's like, you want money? I give you, money. Uh-huh. you know, it's so, you know, cause it, there is such a great thing. It's like, almost like pinch me. Like, this is amazing. Like, yeah. like we prep still. Yeah, we like, the same I'm, way I'm all the time. Reps. Yeah. We do. Yeah. So, so we still do prep my wife and I, like when she's here, because sometimes the shipments are huge and, you know, I'm not just going to be here like, yeah, prep for me, you know, yeah. like I'm in there and I'm like, let's go boxes. You need labels. Uh-huh. This. So we're, we're in it. You know, we put some music on, we make it fun. We get some smoothies or whatever. And we, we do it, you know, so that's great. I think that's so awesome that, you know, you can, you can teach that too, to your clients. Like, here's how right. you outsource step one, right? Outsource your prep. Step two, outsource your shopping. And what you've done then, Michael, is freed yourself from a job as well. We were talking before we started recording this that, like, it seemed like just yesterday, and it was over a year ago that we were talking about you going to leave your job because, you know, you had enough stability and, and trust in your business and you did it. And I was I was asking you, like, do you still set an alarm clock? And you're like, yeah. Yeah. And I can tell like you're still in there working, right? Even though yeah, you have yeah. your business outsourced, but you enjoy the all the parts of the business that you're doing. Right, right. Yeah, because I wanted to, I don't want to say for for like a job, but I want to feel like every day I have like a goal. Like, I'm not just like, what am I going to do today? I don't know. Right. Like, I I could fall into that. We still need purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Just necessarily someone telling us what our purpose is. (laughs) Right. Because you have to like push yourself. Like, now, and you know, so my wife and I, we both work from home. You know, we we have our son. So it's like, we can just be like, we're just not going to do anything. You know, so, but I don't, I want to have a goal. Like, okay, today I'm doing this. I'm going to do this. Yeah. You know, I write, you know, I'll write it down either in a, in a, in a book or a paper, or a, you know, pen. And I just mm-hmm. write down, okay, today I'm doing this. I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. What are my goals today, you know, so, so I'm always moving things forward, even if it's a little bit every day. I try yeah. to get as much as I can, but I've learned over the, you know, and just in life in general, like you can't do everything in one day. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't do this much today. Tomorrow I'll handle this other stuff. So, yeah. so I try to handle what I can handle. And then, you know, I just try to like manage, you know, like if my, my shopper send me a message or, you know, the prepper needs some more poly bags or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, my VAs need a question and help with this, I have to record them a video, some training or some software or whatever. Mm-hmm. I do all that stuff. Okay, and then I catch up to like other little projects. Like, oh, I want to try this. I want to try this, but I have the time now. Yeah, it's like, oh, I want to be in eBay. I want to do more wholesale. I want to do this. Like, I can do it. It's not before. It was like, oh, yeah, one day I'll do wholesale. 
speaking of one day I'll do eBay. I don't know. You know, so how, <laughs> you know, like at three in the morning, like when would I do it? So, so now I can schedule that in. I'm like, okay, today I'm going to test this thing, you know, or try this thing, you know? So I, I love it because I can have that flexibility to, to do that now. It's great. And it's, and it's worked for so long. It wasn't like we just did it. So it's like you said, I have confidence. Like I like that. You said, I have confidence in the business that it mm-hmm. works. Like I have my mm-hmm. fear. I'm like, this is just going to like stop. And then, Money's gonna stop. Everything's gonna stop, and um, you know, it's gonna be like a Bitcoin thing. Like it was working, and it all crashed. Oh. You know? like, <laughs> I was scared of that. I'm like, okay, I have to go back and teach again. You know, but mm. I, I kept let it let it flow for a long time. I'm like, okay, this is uh, this is working. You know, let it flow. Let it run. Yep, I like it. Yeah. So, well, that's great. I, I think Robin and I both appreciate you sharing um, those details, and um, I know that. I know you love what you're doing because we've had you in a couple of different group settings before where you've shared information with people in our groups. And uh, I think you even did a recording for us one time for our group about how you do the outlet stuff. And I just mm-hmm. can't tell you how much we all appreciate that. Um, yeah, my pleasure. And just to be clear, you are coaching uh, with Jim Cockrum and you are accepting new clients, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. So if uh, if anyone was listening to this and they were like, you know, I kind of like Michael's idea of how he does his Amazon business, and they were to call up uh, the coaching office and ask to work with you, you you'd work with them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, especially if they're Hispanic, Latino, mm-hmm. just come my way. <laughs> oh, I love yeah, that. I mean, That's good to know. And, yeah. Any any other you know any other if it's English or Spanish, I'm not uh-huh. like, whatever. So okay, yeah. So I'm happy to help. I love to take new students. So. Yeah, it's just I love it. Like it's when I'm I was very happy to have the opportunity to coach. I mean, I've always wanted to. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I was I thought it was like a lot of qualification. I didn't know what the qualifications were. So I was like, they're gonna pick me. Like I'm just some well, guy <laughs> in my house. No, you are well qualified. Let's not yeah. mislead anyone here. Right. Yeah. How you eight years doing humble. the business? Yeah, I think you're you're far too <laughs> humble here. Um you've got a yeah, lot yeah, of no. yeah, got a lot of systems worked out. You're doing uh you got obviously have a great business, you've outsourced. You don't have a day job. This is what you do. Yeah. This is awesome. This is mm-hmm. the dream. Yeah, right? it's great. I love yeah. it. I love it. Yeah. Still, it's sometimes like still hard to believe. I'm like, I can't believe I still. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, as I'm coming from a teacher to this, and I'm like, it's so different, you know. So mm-hmm. I, I think it. it's it's very inspirational, and we appreciate you taking some time to chat with us today. Yeah. yeah. And um, well, we'd love to have you back sometime if you'd consider coming For back. Sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Well, Michael, we always say when you whenever you run into challenges in this business, you know what solves that. More ASINs. More ASINs, right? More ASINs. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Michael, thanks so much for joining us today. Um, we appreciate you coming on Court Coach's Corner, and uh, we hope to see you again soon. Take care. Thank you for having me. Uh, yeah, you take bet. care. Hey, thanks for joining us today on the episode. And we've got a little treat for you before I let you go. Once a week or so, I like to bring my good friend Jeff Schick on the show with us for a few minutes to share a tip, a strategy, or a trick about account health, account legal issues. He's our go-to expert. On our team, most of our coaches, a good number of people in our community, Jeff is the go-to guy. He and his team that's growing. He's serving our community so well. It's jeffschick.com if you want to inquire. A few dollars a day, puts him on retainer, and you've got a lawyer on your side when it comes to facing Amazon policy, legal, and health issues. Let's talk about that, man. What do you got for us? Man, so we are excited. It proven, and uh, which is just a couple weeks away here, we're going to be launching something that we think is pretty big. It's an industry first that I like to say, and it is our new account health pro program. So, uh, 
I know I've talked to you a little bit about it, and I've gotten a lot of feedback from some of the coaches as we've helped develop it. We're excited to be launching it for the broader community. And so I guess I'll jump right into it. We hired a team from the, of former Amazon Seller Performance Associates. We've actually got three right now that are working for us. Just yesterday, I had one, another resume come in from someone who's been there for two years working on suspensions. And so we might have four. <laughs> if, if, if all goes well, I'm going to interview him you know, later this week. And maybe by next week, we'll have four four former Amazonians on our team. And they're actually going into people's seller accounts that are in Account Health Pro. And we're proactively monitoring for issues and taking care of them when they pop up. So that way, you get to focus on running your business. And we help focus on keeping it from having any sort of issues in the first place. And we're using, you know, you know, we're combining, you know, my legal experience and selling on Amazon experience. And my teams, I think they've got a combined 20 years of Amazon experience of working on the other side of the table, you know, suspending accounts and reading appeals and looking for those red flags to help you prevent yourself from being one of those statistics. So that's fantastic. So former Amazonians who were in the, whose job was suspending and unsuspending sellers and reading plans of action. They're on your team now helping with health issues. And all the details I know are at jeffschick.com. People can get over there and, and get the details, but the pricing that I've heard you talk about, you know, I know you're still dialing that in, so we don't have to say it now, but it's very reasonable for yeah. all the services that folks are going to get. So that I, I think if you've got a yeah. business of any size, significant, consistent income coming from yeah. your Amazon account, put Jeff Schick on retainer, the account health services, you called it the health account pro services by jeffschick.com. Yeah. Get over there and check it out. We'll have a link in the show notes as well today. And Absolutely. Anything else that you want to share about it? I mean, I think that's enough to get people it's, interested in digging in. It should be pretty cool. We're going to have, we have a whole website that's being developed right now. It will be live for proven, but if, uh, if it's not, if, you know, by the time this episode airs, I'm hoping it's live too, but it's, uh, it's accounthealthpro.com. So really easy, you know, spelled out accounthealthpro and nice. .com. You check it out and see all the details and it should be, you know, we're hoping that it's going to be revolutionary for sellers because, you know, you're going to be getting, you know, emails from our team. Every time they go in and look at your account, you're going to get an email saying, you know, I'm one of the people that worked at Amazon and this is what I found looking at your account mm-hmm. and letting you know if there's any action items that are, that we're going to be working on or that we need input from the sellers and and then taking care of those actions as we go. So that way you don't wake up in the morning and check your account health, wondering if there's something you need to do. You wake up in the morning knowing that, you know, truly an Amazon expert has looked yeah. at your account and is telling you what is going to be done or that you can just go ahead and go about your day because everything's good. Everything's so. taken care of. I love it, man. That's a great concept. And uh, I, it makes total sense that you would be the guy to come up with a team that's former Amazonians doing this. You guys are certainly taking care of a whole lot of people that listen to this podcast. I hear nothing but raving reviews and you're in our Facebook group all the time, you and your team you're on top of emails that our team sends you and any of our clients. So yeah, thanks for taking such great care of us. Can't wait to see you at the conference here very soon. Thanks again for being a big sponsor this year. You guys helped make make it possible for a whole bunch of people to attend at no charge because of your generous sponsorship. So thank you so much for that. Well, thank you. We appreciate it. We uh, appreciate the opportunity. So, Well, it's good partnering with you, buddy. We'll do this again next week, okay? What do you say? Sounds good. All right, man. I'll talk to you then. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit SilentJim.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.